I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. This This is Mike. This is Kate. So today is kind of a big deal. It's like a big deal episode. Yep. Do you want to say why? The Kate and Mike show is ending. At least this iteration of it. I mean, not the Kate and Mike show that is our life, but the Kate and Mike yeah. show that is this podcast. this podcast. <laughs> our marriage is great. That's not ending. Our family is going great. You know, these little rugrats running around. I miss that show. Rugrats? Yeah. Is it I'm still sure we on? Could find it. We should find it. We should show the kids. I loved Rugrats. It's one of my favorite shows as a kid. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, the Kate and Mike Show podcast, this weekly recording situation that we have been doing for four years is ending. And it's ending on September 29th. 29th, which we started this podcast four years ago on September 30th. And we are bringing it to a close at this point. The episodes will still be available. You're able to go back and listen. Maybe in the future, we might like talk about just our life, what's happening as a couple, et cetera, down the line. And so we're leaving it open if something comes up. There's no plan for that. But at this point, we have decided to, and there's a reason why, right? So let's go into what this reason is. I know some of you might be sad. Some of you might be happy. You know, I don't know. <laughs> there might be people like, finally. I feel like if they're I, listening, they're I, probably not like, God, God, finally, you guys are just shut up. <laughs> You're ending the show if finally. They, if they weren't into it, they wouldn't be here. That's true. Which is cool. Like, it's cool to start out, like, to look at the, the logistics of everything and see how it's steadily grown in four years and to realize, like... And then we've grown in four years, like us personally, and then just like the listener base has grown. But let's, is there anything you'd like to say on to that before we kind of go into what's happening? So we've talked a little bit about on the podcast, just us, Kate and I working together in business and what that looks like. And a lot of expansion has taken place and there's been contraction around certain things and like our journey as business owners together. So Kate and I met in June of 2010. If you're new here, you can go back to one of the early episodes that we talked about us meeting back uh, episode one, two or three or four or something and just our, our story. But we ended up meeting in 2010. So 10 years ago now, and we started traveling in February of 2011 around the United States. And that was our first date. And we went to 41 states. 34,000 miles in Cape Toyota Prius. It was called the Freedom Tour. It was the Freedom it was Tour. something I was doing and then Mike, I invited him to come You invited with me, me to come with. Which I thought was going to be five days, but it turned into 10 years and counting. <laughs> yeah, we're still gone. And we basically started working together in 2011, really 2012, and we formed our company officially in August of 2013. As we formed our LLC, the Freedom Family, also known doing business as Northrop Watts LLC, right? Like... So we've been working together pretty consistently and we realized definitely in the last year 
but it's been going on longer than that. Like things just needed to change a little bit. Honestly, this has been going on since the summer of 2016. Yeah. Right before we started the podcast. podcast. (laughs) Yeah. What was the summer of 2016? It was when you went to the CrossFit Games and then you came back and you told me you were quitting the business. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that was the first time probably. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's happened like two or three times after that. Mm -hmm. So basically why, right? Let's talk about why that happened in 2016. But then we've, you know, we started USANA, we started USANA together working and building a network marketing company. Then we started with the Money Love course and it's been on this amazing journey for 10 years. And we realized as when Kate started Origin in that membership program that she created and still has. So there's a launch coming up in the fall and we'll talk more about that. In Get future. on the wait list at origincollective.com. Yeah. We're still going to plug our stuff. So it's, uh, <laughs> we're ending the show, but we're not ending our business. <laughs> no, the plugging is still happening. Basically what I started to realize is that you're going down a path that I don't fully before origin. I understood a little bit what was happening in our company. Right. But once you started talking about what it's like to be a woman and their cycles and what you're going through, it really created, I was like, what is happening here? Is I kind of lost the grounding of where our business was going. And as a 50% part ownership in this company, I was like, what's happening? And it took a while. We had a kid. First, we had Penelope and then we had a second kid, you know, and so then the journey and then we moved into this house that we live in. And so we were been able to keep the container together. But then also over time, I realized like myself, this is not a fit anymore. You know, something has to change and it's not to change to stop Kate from doing what Kate would like to do, but it's a change that I've had to make internally myself. And so that has been a, I would say a three to four year process, really my whole life, right? As long as it takes takes my whole journey, but like with 2018 and my skin, that was part of the journey. And then from there, it's finding the people where Kate feels supported in our company and that she's taken care of and held in this journey that allows her to do what she would like desire to do. So that's kind of what has rolled out in the past couple of years. And like, is there anything you would like to add to any of that? No. Okay. You want me to keep going? Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you sure you would like to add something? I'll raise my hand when I have something (laughs) to say. (laughs) Cue the story to our kitchen in our apartment. (laughs) <laughs> what? Raising your hand. Remember, you had to add. We are. <laughs> we moved into this. Oh we went God. from our rental house in uh, one location hilarious. in Maine to this tiny apartment with Penelope, and our kitchen was really small. And when Kate wakes up for the morning, she likes to just think the whole kitchen is hers, and she just operates in this world that just is like, I'm moving in move away right and so what happened one day i went to kate and i was just like no that is not true what happened is you is were true. in the kitchen and i came in and p.s this kitchen it was, was really like, small like five know, feet by five hundred square feet maybe no it was 50 it was no it was like even the the room was bigger but when you put all the cabinets and stuff in yeah. there we literally had like it was like eight feet by five it was feet. tiny yeah. so i came into the kitchen and you were doing stuff like you owned it, P.S. That's correct. And I, you literally said to me, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> you need to ask my permission to come in here. And I was like, oh, hell no. 
And I, I bring it up frequently because it was one of the most ridiculous things that Mike has ever said and was like straight up. It was anyway. that was a result of like letting something stew for too long. You know, it's just like when you you know, when you things are stew- you need to ask my permission <laughs> to come into this kitchen. I was like, yeah, OK. So anyway, yeah, I was just changing the patriarchal structure. You mean upholding? Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't upholding it. Yeah, you are. I was kicking you out. Yeah, that's upholding the patriarchy. Oh, no, that. Oh, I meant the whole thing about women are supposed to be in the kitchen. What's that? What's that? That's what I meant. You need to ask me permission to come in here is straight up patriarchy. Yeah, that is. Yes, you are correct there. Anyway. Anyway. So we've been on this journey and doing a business together and we realize... Was it really this earlier this year? I feel like when I started working with Raw last June. So I started working with Raw in June 2019 to really articulate and connect with my calling. Because up until that point, I sort of just like did the next right thing. And it was never particularly like I was never aware of my mission, my calling, my yeah. purpose. I was sort of vaguely aware of it. But when I saw Ra at this speaking event that we were doing together, I just was like, I need to work with this woman. It was so clear. And after Do Less came out, I was really in a postpartum hangover of like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm the worst and I'm lost. Like I, <laughs> in case anyone has put out a big project, like the postpartum period is real after a book launch or a big, you know, digital course launch or just anything. Obviously, after a baby, it's real as well. But I think that we don't talk a lot in the creative world. I think there's this idea of like, oh, you launch your book or you launch your business and then you've made it. And then you just feel great forever. In my experience, that's not true. There are still cycles and seasons. And so I was just really feeling like in June, you know, May, June of 2019, I was like, what am I even doing? And why am I even doing it? And I don't even know who I am. And I don't even know what I'm doing. So I worked with Ra and I got really clear in our first day retreat. Like it was so clear what my calling is. And it was also clear that I had been living adjacent to my calling and I needed to live on my calling. And you can go back and listen to the episode with Ra that we did here on the Kate and Mike show. We also have a Maven masterclass with her that was incredibly powerful in origin if you're an origin member. And of course, you can get her book, The Calling. And so it was me working with her and getting on my mission that I think made it more clear that my mission is not your mission. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have the same calling and that's fine. Yep. You know, like specifically, I think I think our callings have intersections For sure. Yes, definitely. Um, But my calling is to lead women and people who identify with feminine energy to get into their bodies to source their most powerful life-changing work. And I'm super clear on that. And it just, the clearer I got, the clearer it became that you also needed to be in touch with your calling. Right. And so then what happened? (laughs) So I, I mean, backstory, like I've always seen you with this incredible like gift and power of your creation and like what you've been able to do. But it goes back to the sentence that I like along the question I asked you a long time ago. Do you feel like we're running a business or do you feel like you're just getting paid to journal? And at that now time, I feel like I'm running a business. Right. 
And at that time, it was you you wanted to get paid to journal, or well, you no, thought I you were felt get, like you I was felt getting, getting paid, paid to journal. journal. And it's like we are in a business partnership. I'm like, what is th- this? Is like led to why I quit and all that and stuff. Yes, there's nothing wrong with with getting paid to journal. Nope, there's not. Nope, nothing we're saying today. There's not anything wrong with any situation. And so. I think getting paid in journal is amazing. Like it's amazing. I mean, in many ways that that's what Glennon Doyle's career is. Exactly. And it's freaking changed my life. It's amazing. It's changed so many people. So it was, it was like an element for you had to take yourself seriously and then take uh, the business seriously. And that started to happen once you start really started working with raw and I started to notice that. And then that allowed me to relax in a way like I could, call like my central nervous system tried to i was like calming down and just my body was calming down which was forced to when i my skin and i got really sick so from there it went into a place it's like what do i actually want to be doing because you know it's like we were able to we started paying better attention to our money we were getting clearer on what our direction was we like changed the way we were managing money a few times which instead of like chasing from paycheck to paycheck or launch to launch in a way when you're in your entrepreneur like we're able to save a little bit of money so it, it prepares for hardships of times what can happen in business i want to shout out amber duggar for a minute amber duggar yo yeah go to katenorthrop.com forward slash profit and check out amber duggar's work 100 percent to her work around incorporating profit first with ynab you need a budget.com has dramatically changed our life you can find out katenorthrop.com forward slash profit there there it's probably the top two three greatest things that we have done I would you say know. profit first with Amber and then marriage therapy with David. Yes. 100%. So, <laughs> yeah, what else? End of podcast. We can't now. refer See. you to David because he's no longer taking clients. Right. But the biggest thing was for me to like go on that journey that you went on. And I realized that like at the end of last year when I signed up to work with Raw starting in January. And I went to work with Raw and I was like scared. I have never been so scared. I like flew out to, I, have I talked about this on here? No, I, I don't didn't know. know you were so scared. Dude, I got sick on the plane. Oh, like yeah. flying from yeah, Boston forgot. to Maine, I felt oh, yeah. like crap. You were not flying from Boston to Maine. Or, yeah, that would have been a short <laughs> flight. Um, that they don't have. They, actually, they, actually, they do. They restarted it. Well, I don't know about now, but yeah, they were. <laughs> In case you want to fly from Boston to Portland, Maine. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, they were. I don't know if it's still happening. But basically, it was Boston to LA. And I met with Ryle in LA. And this was the end of January. And I got sick on the flight out there. And I never felt like this. I felt like I was having a complete outer body experience. I was miserable. I like watched two movies and then just laid there. You know, I couldn't even watch anything. I was trying to watch everything a beat. And then I got out there and I felt great with her, worked that day, told her what was happening, you know, and then I I got to LA at noon and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the beach. The whole thing. I literally laid in bed for like four hours. And that was when I arrived. And then I had the session with Ra and then I went mountain biking the next day and that was fun. And then I came home and it was right after Kobe Bryant died. And so there was just like Kobe stuff everywhere. And all of this stuff took place. And so then I did six more follow-up sessions with her online and we just started working on what my calling is, right? And we started going down this path of what this was. And it was really challenging for me because I didn't quite understand what I was doing because I've been so focused for like 10 years on helping our business thrive. You know, one of her assignments were 
to do nothing, like stop doing things. And I was, it became really challenging and it's still to this day, I'm still working on that, but it's letting go and just letting go of things. And I stepped kind of stepped aside from things inside of our company and empowered our team more to take care of things. And, you know, it's like, and then same thing with Kate is during this time, we like when Licia left us, it was Kate was responsible. You made it sound like Licia left us. Like she's, it was a mutual, well, wonderful, yes, but Licia conscious left, parting. Yes, it was a conscious party. But like Licia left to go do. But I was just saying when Licia was running, because she was kind of our project manager. And when she left the company, all that kind of fell on. Usually it would fall on like my shoulders. And then Kate and I would be working together on it. And before we had children, it worked out all right. Once we had kids, it became more complicated. This dynamic. We started noticing that of us showing, you know, for each other, supporting each other in this way. And so everything kind of fell on Kate's shoulders and it was hard and also really good. And I won't put words in your mouth, but right. Yes. I realized that for me, for my entire working career, I have never actually been completely responsible for my business because when I was building USANA, I was building USANA, you know, partnering with a network marketing company. So it wasn't actually my company. And your family. An affiliate. Plus I was part of my family's team. And so there was just like, now this is wonderful, right? Like having community because I've never had that sense of isolation and loneliness and entrepreneurship that a lot of people talk about until recently and I'll tell tell you about that in a minute cue the story (laughs) I can see how it's really served me to be in partnership and in community but it also has allowed me to never fully step in to all that I'm capable of because there's always been somebody else there to hold the bag with me Mm -hmm. and so there's been an element You know, it it reminds me a lot, actually, of when I separated myself from my mom financially and our company where, you know, I really needed to see what I was made of in terms of the ability to care for myself and just like stand on my own two feet and know that I was more than capable of creating wealth on my own and also, you know, being in leadership and being powerful on my own. But then I went from being in a business partnership with my mom to essentially being in a partnership with you two weeks later. Yes. So I never really now and we could go so deep on this, but this episode is not going to be about this. But like I have, you know, it's just back to all my childhood stuff of never feeling supported. So, of course, like I glommed on to let me be with someone because I'm afraid that I can't do it on my own. And also I'm just like scared to be alone. So after Alicia was done with our company and then it became clear that you were going to be moving more and more away and it was done in a healthy way. Like in 2016, you were just like, I'm out and I was pissed. Right. And then that didn't stick. And I think that starting in 2019 and then certainly in 2020, it's really been like, oh, no, for real like we're going to unravel this business partnership Mm -hmm. to some degree and like, let's do it methodically and slowly and with love. Yeah. It's almost like not coming from a place of anger. And I wouldn't even say it's coming from a place that it's not working because actually it does really work. It does work. But the reason we called this episode giving up good to have great 
is that like things are really good. And like this podcast thrives, our company thrives. You know, we're a seven figure company who we increased our profit from 2018 to 2019 by 400% without increasing our revenue. Yeah, I did the numbers. Hmm. With like increasing our revenue of like yeah, 10%, that's right, actually. but we increased our profit by 400%. Mm-hmm. So like things are going good and yeah. we both want great. And yep. we both know that more is even possible. And so I really needed to step into, okay, who am I if the buck stops with me? If I can't, like, do I have what it takes to actually run a company without looking at Mike to be like, what do you think? Now, it doesn't mean that I can't still do that. Mm-hmm. But like yesterday, there was a whole, there was a moment where I was needing to decide on the number of planners that I'm ordering from our printer. And previously, like, I would have looked to you to make that decision. And I was just like, oh, I'm looking around for who's in charge and it's me. So I'll just decide. And it's really a wild, like, it's wild to just be like, oh, I'm in charge and I can trust myself to make the right decision. I'm not going to screw it up. And if I make a decision that has an outcome that I didn't want, I'll learn from it and do better next time. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm going to implode our company or our family or our marriage or our finances. Like, I'm smart. And so I do feel kind of lonely right now in a way. But what's so amazing is I have this mastermind that I'm part of, a peer-led mastermind. And so a lot of the things that I would have previously come to you with, I'm going to them with. And they've, you know, given me a green light to come to them with some of the minutiae because I told them how scared I was. And then I'm also going to Chandra, who's our new integrator. She's amazing. And being like, hey, I had this idea. What do you think? And she already has poked holes in some of my ideas and then already has been like, yeah, that's great. Let's do it. And so I don't have to be alone, right? Like I can be in charge, but I don't have to be alone. Correct. And so, you yeah. know, I'm going to keep learning and growing beautiful. in that. Yeah. You should. That's why I keep, yeah. I'm like, this, Alicia Keys keeps going through my head. We just talked about her on the last podcast. But like the book is so, it's exactly like her journey is exactly what we're talking about right now. It'll be, I yeah. have two more books to finish before and then I'm, I'm on to You'll Alicia. I would be, it would be <clears throat> such a dream to, I'm just putting it out there to the universe. She would be one of our podcast unicorns we could always revive the gate mic show for a hot minute you never <laughs> know what's gonna roll out on, you know? so we'll see i would like to do that or if there's new things in the future whatever takes place yeah and i've seen that happen you know and i've watched that take place on your end where it's even like yesterday because we're still business partners for the sense of like we have this business together because it's also it's a little bit different like if i was just partnering with my buddy fred I don't have a buddy Fred, but maybe one day I do. It's like if him and I were going to end a business partnership, we would just figure out a way to dissolve it and that would be it. But with Kate and I, like this is our life. Like we're we're married, we're a couple, we're a family. This is our livelihood. It's like how do we do this that it's healthy that allows where it's like all of a sudden I leave and the business completely falls apart. Like that I don't want to do that and you don't want to do that. So it's like, we've been doing this slowly and smart and it allows for a transition to take place. And so like yesterday you brought, you were like, Hey, I'm going to order this amount of planners. And I'm like, awesome. You know, it's like, 
because there's issues we've learned with the warehouse that we're working with and the planners and like I'm learning these challenges and some, you know, it's just like learning how to ship physical things is a gigantic operation, especially when you're going around the world. And it's like, this isn't something that I'm learning the do out of the gate the first time. Cause this is, we've just, we're right. So it's like what understanding the challenges that we've been through. And it's the same with like the way we've run the business to realize this is working and this is not working. And I think one thing that happened that kind of intertwined our marriage and business is the fact that you are so creative in your ideas and you're so proficient. Is that the way, is that the correct? Prolific. Prolific. I am also proficient. Yes, you are. But I think prolific is the word you were looking for. Double P's. Prolific at your ideas and creation. And as someone that was, you know, it's like myself as in charge of implementation, it became a little bit too much because of with everything else that's happening in our household and our business and like being in charge of all of those things. It's a lot of holding. It was a lot of holding. And it got to the point where it would create, there would be like resentment between the two of us in a way. And it wasn't healthy, right? Because what's happening in our business was also affecting our marriage and our marriage affects our business in a way. And we both wanted to make sure we took care of each one of those as this journey took place. So, and I feel like what you just described with the business relationship with you and your mom and then me and you, we healed our marriage, I think. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we really worked good on our marriage to fix that first and to heal that aspect. And then now we're separating from the business piece because if we wouldn't have fixed that, we wouldn't have been able to do this. Yes. Right? Is that... Totally. I also want to say, I don't think we made it clear at the beginning of this episode that the Kate and Mike show is ending. And also we are no longer going to be running a company together. Yes. So it's so much bigger than the Kate and Mike show ending. And at first we were talking about, okay, let's not run the company together, but let's keep doing the podcast. But it just was like, no, like let's make it clean. Like also from a strategic standpoint, I can't help but think about it this way. It doesn't really make sense. And I think we can all agree here. It doesn't really make sense for our weekly content to be conversations between me and Mike that sometimes have to do with business and doing less, but sometimes they really don't. It's not like the most effective strategy for bringing more people to origin, selling more planners, you know, because like our my goal is to get more people who identify as women in their bodies to do their most powerful work. And while this podcast sometimes is on mission with that, sometimes it's not. And so it just doesn't like when it comes to the whole idea of doing less, a lot of the things I talk about with the mastermind in the incubator is leaky bucket syndrome Mm -hmm. and leaky bucket syndrome is that you think what I need is to get more sales. And what will solve my problem is getting more sales and making more money and having more leads. But if you begin to look through at all your communication strategies and your marketing plans and your systems all the way down from your financial management system to your project management to, you know, SOPs in your company, like all the things, to keep it super simple, if you were trying to grow your email list, but your opt-in was broken, and when somebody entered their name and email, it didn't take them anywhere and it didn't put them on the list, that's a leaky bucket. Like you could send all the traffic you want to that page, but they're not going to end up on your list because they're just dropping out the bottom of the leaky bucket. Right. And so part of looking this year has been like plugging up some of the holes or quite frankly, like getting a new bucket. <laughs> 
like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's really like, let's, exactly. let's, we're going to stop plugging actually the holes yep. in this bucket. We're getting a new bucket. And part of the new bucket is looking at all the aspects where energy has been drained because either there's a strategy that's off or because energetically, like this isn't your calling. Mm hmm. I mean, quite frankly, like at the end of the day, I think that's, well, that's what it comes down to. What it comes down to. Yeah. And yeah. that's was very clear working with Raw. And I, I don't know. I was going to talk about what we're what I'm doing next. I don't, I don't think it's necessary. We'll talk about that. Not I can just do a private episode myself or something yeah, like we that. Can do we'll a do bonus a bonus episode. episode. Sure. But it's um, exciting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like it's what people have been asking for for a long time. I mean, a lot of listeners would be like, where do I send my husband for these things or their male partners that are in their life or like, where do I send my son, you know, and stuff like that. So just a little like that's what's going to that's Teaser. what we're putting together. So it's very similar or not similar, but like it's not similar actually at all. But it's <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase that. It is creating a safe space for just what like Kate has created for people that identify as women. I'm looking at, I'm partnering with somebody. We are looking at creating this space for men and to create this as a healing journey as we move forward as well. And so there's a lot of different things that will come with that, but I'll, I will do a bonus episode on that because this is really about us and in this process. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's about... It is. It's like when I went to Raw and started working with Raw, it, it was focused on like, what am I here to actually do? You know? And so this, we decided to end the podcast. One just statistical interesting thing is the day, it's like the week we decided to end the podcast, the podcast numbers started dropping and they've been dropped since then. They've been consistently dropped, right? Like we lost, it was basically like 1500 downloads per week to 2000 and it's been that for the last like couple of months yeah it's tricky because we've it's also during a time when we've chosen to talk about more social justice topics yes. which in all fairness yeah. like folks who a couple folks have written in to be like hey it's not that i don't want to hear about social justice it's just that if i want to hear about that i subscribe to other podcasts and mm -hmm. i subscribe to you for entrepreneurship and whatever and i totally honor that and the nature of this show has been that we've talked about what What's has been the most forefront in our businesses and our lives. And it would have felt dreadfully inauthentic to not be having social justice conversations on this podcast mm -hmm. when that's like so much of what we've been talking about in our business with our customers and with each other and with friends. And so another one of those situations of like, let me disappoint you. Yep. Like, there you go. So anyway, who knows? Yes. But energetically, I think there was something. Yeah, there was definitely something happening. And we're in the culmination phase mm -hmm. of this podcast and of our journey together. So there are four phases and it's the spring, summer, fall and winter of any creation, any entity, any project cycle and every month and every year and every month for for mm -hmm. people with periods in particular, but and also then, with the moon. And so right now is the culmination phase, which is like the autumn of, hmm. of a project. It's also the same as the luteal phase in your period or the waning moon. So it's essentially the harvest season where we're bringing things to a close so we can clean up the fields and lay fallow for a minute and then plant seeds for what's next. I love that. Yeah. 
So thanks everyone for being with us on this journey. We still have some incredible episodes, including an Ask Us Anything episode coming up. We are going to do a pod squad wrap party where you can come and hang out with us virtually and we'll all just celebrate and and whatever. And we've got some other fun things coming. So we are not ending today. We are just announcing that we are headed into wrapping it up. The last episode will come out on September 29th. Yes. So I also just want to honor that like this is both really exciting and really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, On Mike's last team meeting, I literally couldn't talk because I was so emotional. So please like while it would be inappropriate to come here and just be all blubbering and stuff, just know that we are really in our process, like feeling our feelings and with endings and new beginnings comes grief and sadness and also hope and excitement. And so it's all of those things. And I've been, you know, we've been processing privately yeah, for a months while. and yeah. we'll continue to do so. <laughs> it's been a... Uh... Because it's one of those things where it's not necessary. Like, there's not anyone out there that can help. I'll just speak for myself in this situation. Like, to help me trans. Because two weeks ago, I guess now was my last team meeting. I think it was two weeks ago. And that week was really tough. That Monday was really hard for me. I had like, there was like three massive things that took place on Monday. And. It was just like an, I was like an emotional wreck and like, I don't know how to deal with that truthfully, like myself. And so I like kind of get into this place that doesn't allow to just like me be in my feelings, I guess you could say, because it's like my feelings have been squashed out of me for a really long time. You know, I think the big thing that you could, you always say is just like, who can you get help from? You know, it's a good reminder and annoying at the same time but it's like when mike comes to me with things i often will say great who can you ask for support with that in that way and it's so i just want to be like i don't want support but you're looking for support because you're talking to me about it right and i'm not the right person i know but I, i know and so then i go and get support and then everything gets better but the reality is like the only person that can actually fix this or heal this is myself Right. It's like I can get support from other people, but like I'm the one that is responsible for making the change, just like Kate is responsible for, you know, making the change for what's happening in our company and what the changes are experiencing. And it's been two and a half weeks of like, there's a lot of things I still have to go through with Chandra about turning things over. And that first week we met to do it. And then I've just like avoided it for a week. I'm just like, I don't want to look at this. Like I needed to give myself some space in that, in that processing just to allow it. And now I'm definitely more energized about it to be like, okay, let's, you know, let's work through this and let's close some things out from that standpoint to transition. But it's also, it's been a, I mean, as Kate said, like the grief process, what we're going through, but like the cool part is that I really feel good about is that our marriage, I feel like is improving. You know, and that's really cool. Like, it's not taking uh, a negative effect with this. No, is that it's actually getting better. Well, I think the more space we create in our business, the closer we're becoming in our marriage. And it is really interesting just to be like, you know, even so I got an office outside the home and 
So I go to work in the morning and then like I don't come home until the end of the day, which is new. I understand that people have been doing this for a (laughs) lifetime. This is new for me. And just being like, wow, you know, I don't know what Mike's doing for the day. And then being able to come home and be like, hey, how was your day? Like, what did you get Mm -hmm. up to? It's cool. It's cool just to have a little mystery and be like, wow, I don't know what Mike is doing and I don't know what he's thinking about. And like, it really creates this beautiful, you know, I think I think it, it brings back some polarity that we had lost. Yeah. I have not read Mating in Captivity yet, but I would imagine there are some things in that book by Esther Perel that would be relevant here. I certainly will read that at some point. But like, Mike and I just have been all up in each other's business for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And it's time for a little space to create some closeness. Yeah. Ironically. And so (laughs) it's been fun. Like we've been, we've been going on dates. We've been just like having like a really good time being like, who are we when our primary connection point is not business? Now, of course we still have children together. We still have, you know, a house and yeah. like whatever, but Stuff. that our marriage, I feel like we're just in this stepping into this whole new chapter of our marriage where it can be anything we want. And it's a whole, it's like a mm-hmm. new, it's a new marriage. Yeah. We're like starting, you know, decade number two mm-hmm. is like a new bucket. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's actually, I wish we would have got you an office outside of the house a long time ago, you know, in retrospect, like looking at it. Because, well, we also rearranged our bedroom, but just like having that, because I realizing how having your office in the space that it was, and then having kids home or people coming over. And I know that was hard for you being in there because it was right off the main living space. But just like having you with your own space, it's actually really like, because I come meet you at your office, et cetera. And it's really nice. But I'm like getting rid of my office that I have outside of the house at the end of next week and moving right now moving things back at the house and eventually that because i do have a desk that's in the in our basement which is where we're recording this podcast so i have a space that's here already but i know there is a co-working space that just opened up down the street and so that's allowing me to be like oh what do how do i want to float what was my arrangement what how do i want to do this now you know what does that look like as well so it's allowing me some time to rethink and what that looks like for us so so We're going to head into wrapping up. This is the beginning of the end so that we can have a beginning again. And thank you. Beginning of the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you all for being on the journey. If you've been listening since episode one, we would love to hear from you. If you've been part of the pod squad since September 30th, 2016, send us a DM. I'm at Kate Northrup. Mike is at Mike J. Watts. And just keep an ear out for opportunities to ask us anything for our Ask Us Anything show and for our pod squad wrap party. So those things are coming more soon. Thanks again. We love you all. We love each other. And um, (laughs) this has been awesome. We'll have a bunch of great episodes to wrap up for you in the coming weeks. Thank you for listening and being a part of the journey. Bye. Bye. Are you curious about creating and launching a digital course, or do you want to improve upon the one you already have? What if you knew the 20% of action steps that you need to take to get 80% of the results? I've created a do less course creation guide with the simple steps that I took to launch my first digital course and sell it without even having created it yet. 
and you can get that guide plus a playlist of episodes of The Kate and Mike Show all about digital course creation and launching to act as a mini curriculum for you to build a thriving digital course business. Head over to katenorthrup.com forward slash digital courses, all one word. Again, that's katenorthrup.com forward slash digital courses, all one word to get the free cheat sheet and the podcast playlist.